0: Everyone. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's uh, it's it's the uh, it's the game managers podcast. Hey, we uh, we talk about football, don't we? Alabama football, Auburn football, it's all it's all the footballs. Uh, I'm Nick, um, Aaron and Justin. They're both you know them. They're both here. Say hello.
1: Uh, hey guys.
0: Hello. And we're the most tired boys in the world. Is that
1: fair? That's right. Yeah. I can go to bed right now
0: i could go to bed right now i say uh, it's a late eight forty three p.m as we're recording Woo. this on a monday night mm. it's uh it's been a monday also somebody remind me in about three minutes to go get my computer charger while one of you are talking because uh it's gonna die if not <laughs> well Anyways, nobody cares and
1: uh in two minutes i'm gonna step out for just a second but y'all keep going okay
2: <laughs> oh my <Great>. gosh i'll
0: <laughs> do a great start <laughs> Uh, how, how have you guys Monday uh, don't, been?
2: Don't, like, it, it really has been a great start. I've been sitting here for 15 minutes while these idiots trying to get their microphone to work. My like, we haven't done this 60 times. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, Justin. Uh, you have yeah, to say about
1: that? Uh, I really don't. I'm just a little stupid, so it's okay.
0: There's well, something you might have more to say about. Top five senior Jabari Smith committed to Auburn on Friday, giving the Tigers their highest ranked recruit since at least right. 2007
1: well highest yeah. recruit ever
0: so okay so it was ever so that i knew it was at least since 2007 so well, smith and a the, six foot eight power forward from sandy creek high school georgia is ranked number five in the espn 100 for the
1: 2021 class that's yeah. pretty wild Oh, is this um, for basketball yes yeah oh yeah, well it'd be pretty crazy you know they got sharif cooper for this year he's like, you know, like top, he's like tenth. Um, I think recruit in the nation for this coming season is going to be a freshman. So if he was to stay another year, we'd have the top two recruits of all time playing together. So that would be pretty crazy. Wow! Yeah, that'd be pretty cool.
0: Uh, I'd say things are in the right direction then.
1: Uh, yeah, Bruce Pearl's done a great job. So I'm excited to see what happened this year and next year as well. All right, I'll be right back, guys.
0: All right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so let's start out like we always do. We're gonna start out with a um, with kind of the shocker of the week, and um, this one's not really the shocker of the week, but it is interesting, and it's not SEC, so we'll start with it. Um, Oklahoma beats Texas A&M fifty-three to forty-five in the uh, Red River Showdown in quadruple overtime. What did you watch this
2: game, Aaron? Uh, yeah, uh, some of it.
0: What was your kind of your take on it? While I go uh, get my charger real quick.
2: Oh my gosh. <laughs> um,
0: just, just just monologue for a bit. It'll be fine. Yeah, I would have never
2: guessed. The, why do you Why do you listen to the show? Do you see the crap that I have to deal with? Like why? This is this has got to be the worst podcast you could possibly listen to. The production value is awful. It's like negative four. Anyways, uh, yeah, Oklahoma and Texas really they, they suck. Uh, I don't—I don't know. There's a big letdown, but yeah, they suck. That's—that's that's all I really had to say. Um, yeah.
0: Uh huh. Interesting. Interesting. I heard all of that, every word, and I agree. Mm, yep. <laughs> um. So, some of the takeaways I had: um, Sam Ellinger, not. Not the best uh, quarterback in the world. Is that fair?
2: Uh, I actually thought he had the best performance out of anybody on that field. So,
0: well, no, I'm uh, not saying too much, is it?
2: No, that's what I said. <laughs> is that they both suck?
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Old Rattler. Uh, 25 for 35 for Oklahoma, 209 yards, three touchdowns, and interception. And Ellinger, 30 for 53, 287 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. But Ellinger had four rushing touchdowns, so you know uh, six touchdowns—that's actually pretty great. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm just an idiot. I mean, it wasn't
2: the best performance, but it was the best performance on that field, probably. Yeah. Um. So he should win the Heisman, is what you're saying. They were just both. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Uh, They were just. They were both. Big letdowns this season. They both uh, were ranked. Were they both ranked in the top ten? No? Maybe? Uh, not yeah, not
0: not this past week, but yeah, starting out they were.
2: Yeah, well, boy, they got those wrong. I don't think either one should be ranked in the top 25 right now. Uh,
0: neither of them will be. Maybe Texas will be, like, right at the bottom.
2: Well, they shouldn't. So.
0: Yeah, I agree 100%. 120%. Yeah,
2: they both suck.
0: Um. Do you have Twitter news this week? If not, we'll just keep rolling.
2: You know, I might, but I highly doubt it. And if I do, it's like two. So,
0: want to just keep rolling and put the roll those over to next week. Uh, sure. Okay, great. So we'll jump right into uh, uh, some SEC football. Let's start out with the LSU law. Uh, the LSU game uh, playing, Missouri. Oh, hello. Oh, he's back. He's back already. He came just in time for LSU-Missouri talk here. Ha!
1: Those LSU losers, bums.
0: So, uh, t- Justin, what was your take of this game? Did you Did you watch it?
1: Well, they screwed me over in the SEC pool, I'll tell you that.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about but, that a
1: little later, too. Um, well, I don't really know what to think now except that I mean, what a sad turnaround! I mean, like, devastated. How do you lose to Missouri? How do you give up? How many? How much did they give up? Forty-five.
0: They gave. Uh, yeah, let's I see. think it was
2: forty-five
1: to forty-one. To oh yeah, Missouri, yeah, that's no, forty-five Missouri, 41 to forty-one. The score. Who's yeah. probably the second worst team in the SEC?
0: They also gave up five hundred eighty-six total yards.
1: Uh, it's to
2: looking yeah. like uh, LSU's the second worst team in the SEC. <laughs> it might if be. If not no.
0: the worst, yeah
1: oof i mean it's nah, it's a break off well the band, i tell you what oh, no yeah, yeah. well the embarrassing thing is you give up 44 the mississippi state in the opening week and then state has scored a total of 16 points in the past two games yeah, so i'd say that's pretty embarrassing yeah so um lsu looks gosh awful so and they had everybody back on the defense i mean stingley's back now at corner um so i it does, and Missouri, and they had their backup quarterback playing against them too. It was I don't think freshman. you can
0: blame a ton of this on uh, Miles Brennan, the the quarterback, either.
1: No, he played good.
0: I mean, he had, he was twenty nine for forty eight. He had four hundred thirty yards, four touchdowns through the air. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty good, you know. For the defense a, is awful. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, such I know they lost a lot of guys, and well, they I, have, I mean I.
0: They've got no rushing game either, really.
1: No. um, But, I mean, like, uh, my theory is, of course, I mean, there's only one good defense right now, and it's Georgia. And the problem is because with COVID, you know, they missed out so much in spring camp and fall camp. There's not much hitting going on, on the defensive side, so the offenses are just tearing them apart. There's not yeah. mi- much fundamentals, you know. I'm just shocked um,
2: that LSU didn't get more transfers. But- yeah. You'd think there would be a running back somewhere that would transfer. You would think. LSU yeah, you would. To- yeah,
1: Because they only rushed for, well, they even rushed for 30 yards. They rushed for
0: 49 yards total. Yeah. That's the whole team.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's really disappointing. So, yeah. I, I don't really know what to think of this team. I mean, they'll be lucky to win, what, four games at this point looking like this?
0: Yeah, that so, would be pretty lucky. So, I don't.
1: I mean, you go undefeated the previous season, then you go three and seven. Yeah. That's probably going to be one of the worst got, turnarounds. This week they got Florida, we so were, that's another L. Um,
2: we were guessing how many games they would lose, and we all said they would lose like four or five games, and we were like, mm, maybe we should re- night no, That's a lot. Maybe we should reconsider <laughs> that.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Looks well, like we yeah. might be right on the money. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say uh,
1: we're pretty good guesses by us.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I hate to tutor on horn, but we're kind of geniuses. Well,
1: yeah, I mean, I'd <laughs> well, that say was so. also
2: with a 12, uh, 12 game season and yeah, opponents. Uh, <laughs> well,
0: we knew the quality of team LSU was going to be.
2: Oh know. yeah, all these we, are, our shocked. sources, crap, our sources were bad.
0: telling us. Yeah, yeah.
1: Let's
2: Anticipated them to to be no, this bad
0: though. Absolutely not. No. Let's move on to uh, the big game of the week: uh, South Carolina and Vandy. I have nothing to say. Uh, South Carolina 141
1: 7. South Carolina killed him.
0: Yeah, so uh, great. Good on everyone that participated in that game. Moving on. Uh, Kentucky stopped the air raid 24 to 2. Mm. Uh, Mississippi yeah, really State.
2: Screwed me over.
0: Uh, yeah, way to go, Kentucky. Didn't think that would be the final score, but. Uh, no, I didn't. Hey. Yeah. Uh, K- K.J. Costello, who we were kind of talking about, maybe he can uh, maybe he can be a Heisman contender. Yeah, he was 36 for 55, 232 yards, zero touchdowns and four interceptions.
1: Yeah. I mean, K.J. Costello. Quarterback for State. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he threw for 30s? 630 yards against us. we were LSU. like,
0: maybe he could sneak in there at the end as a little, like, maybe he could be a Heisman contender because he was doing, he, you know, he had so many Y'all yards.
1: He well, was, he, yeah, he yeah, threw we kinda, he okay. threw for 630 yards against LSU. So, uh, you know, everybody was like, wow. Yeah.
2: Right. Just like Kyle Trask, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: He was really good, too. Uh, that's mm-hmm. all I have to say about that game. But, um, yeah, that sucks for Mike Leach. Mm. Um, here's another one that sucked. Uh, Tennessee-Georgia. Georgia won 44-21. Uh, this was a close game for most of the game, and then it just got out of hand fast. The, uh, the well, second
2: half. I mean, I read like three articles that said uh, dominate or Georgia dominates Tennessee and big win or something like that. I was like, it really wasn't that. Dominant. Well, they looked awful in the first, and in the second, the, two of the touchdowns they won by was turnovers that looked almost identical.
1: Well, I would say they dominated the uh, the uh scrimp the line because Tennessee rushed for negative one yards. And so much for this, you know, everybody well, talks about Tennessee. A,
2: that's a lot to do with um having like two negative twenty yard plays. Well, yeah. I mean it doesn't yeah.
1: but Tennessee was supposed to have this great, you know, offensive line and they got whipped. Oh, they well, did they
2: yeah. they whipped them the first half and then I think just, just turnovers and having Guantanamo bay is what killed Tennessee. Or else I actually picked them in the pool too, so that really sucked. Yeah, cause I yeah it wasn't no wasn't way a way good
1: out. week. wasn't a good week for you. Yeah.
0: No, yeah, you fell from the top to the not 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 to the bottom, but you fell a few places.
2: And I picked safe bets too, and got screwed.
0: Yeah, it was a it was a good week to pick underdogs. So uh, let's move on to Texas A and M Florida. Their win over the Gators, forty one thirty eight. This was an entertaining game. Yeah. Kyle Trask, 23 uh, of 32, 312 yards, four touchdowns through the air, uh, And Kellen Mond, 25 of 35, 338 yards and three touchdowns through the year.
2: I thought Kyle Trask had a couple picks, or at least one. Uh, no,
0: neither team nah. had
1: uh, any picks. Yeah. Yeah, Trask looked really good. The Florida defense is garbage. Well, he
2: did better than I thought, but I still don't think he's a Heisman contender. But...
1: Well, he's not a Heisman contender. Now, the wide receiver they have, um, whatever his name is, that's Tony? already got like seven. No, Florida's wide receiver. It's already got like seven touchdowns. I don't know about mm, that one. Pitts. What? Yeah, Pierce. Kyle. No, yeah. what's his name? Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Isn't that his name? Yeah, he's yeah, Kyle uh, Pitts. He's really good. And he's like a tight end. You know, he's six six, and they consider him a tight end. Um, but he's going to have a good career in the nfl i think he's they can put some meat on him he'll be a good
2: tight end
0: mm, making me hungry
2: <laughs> what is wrong with you <laughs> yeah <laughs> really i don't
0: know i just like i'd like some meat we're uh justin I'm, i needed uh i meant to ask you this we might be going to texas day brazil thursday because they are having a uh like a ten dollars off your meal if you'd like oh to really it.
1: yeah thursday
0: Thursday. think about it that's the day of uh that's gonna be you know thursday october 16th 2020 in the year of our lord uh so just yeah let me, let me
1: let th- me yeah let me think about it that's yeah. not i don't
2: think that's
0: um justin you want to ask us a question a night needs to know question insert theme song the night needs to know
1: Probably with some of the stuff you've done before, I probably wouldn't be surprised.
0: You wouldn't be surprised
1: if I put ashes <laughs> in cookies and
0: fed them to you?
1: Yeah, because it was someday for the SEC again. Nope, that might make sense then. I guess just
0: I back that Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah I, I would like to know how it makes sense. Now this is looking like a bad idea. Uh, sure. Um, well, with kind of. What we've seen so far in the SEC, do you think there's a good chance that no SEC teams make it to the playoff this year?
0: No, I don't think that's a good chance. I think there'll be at least one, maybe maybe still two that can get in there. What do you think, Aaron? Uh,
2: I don't think there's a chance that there's none. Yeah. I like think it's like 2% maybe.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Well, you would probably say the same thing, Justin, right? But do you think there is a good chance not to get
1: Well, it just depends on what happens. Um, I think this weekend, if Alabama was to lose, um, they had to say they have that one loss, and then Georgia loses to Florida. You know, I just think I think every team's going to have a loss. Yeah, I think so too. Wow. I mean.
0: I mean, we're yeah. I think at every, S-
1: every SEC team is gonna have a loss. Yeah, this year. Yeah, there won't be an undefeated SEC team.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, it's I week four, and there's already only two left, and they play each other this week. So that's uh, yeah. So, so you're only gonna, gonna have Alabama, one left.
2: If Alabama beats Georgia, who do you see beating Alabama?
0: Let's go to Alabama's uh, schedule. Real quick. Well, look at the
1: schedule. I mean, they nearly lost. Well, this Well, I mean, week. it's
2: all SEC teams. So who do you think would beat them?
1: Uh, I think they could possibly. I think if they played Georgia again, the SEC Championship, I could see them possibly lose. Okay,
2: besides the SEC Championship.
1: Besides the SEC? Yeah,
2: besides the championship. Like, where's the rematch? Who do you think? Oh, let's
1: see. Let up? me look.
0: They could lose to Tennessee. I mean, they're going to be beat up by Georgia. Well, it's possible. You yeah. Know
2: what I mean? Wait, we play them back to back? Yeah. Yeah. At
1: Tennessee. So, I mean, you never. I, you know, that's going to be something to Tennessee to win that game, but. I mean, yeah, I guess you never know depending on what happens this weekend.
0: Yeah, I mean, you got um, Mississippi State the week after that. Then, uh, you know, you're at LSU. You got I a mean, bye week, our then at LSU. Is bad, but like, Kentucky, Auburn, and then finish with Arkansas. I mean, I think maybe the best one, the best chance there is that Tennessee game.
2: Probably Tennessee, yes. You know, I yeah, didn't yeah, know we played Tennessee back to back, so I will say if we survive Georgia, then that's probably our best chance. And I guess there's always a chance with Auburn, but other than that, well, I don't see anybody beating Alabama if they get past Georgia. Yeah. I
1: don't, I don't see Auburn at this point just because just like, Auburn is struggling so much on offense. Um, just like I yeah, would, but at
0: uh, this point in the season last year, we were kind of saying the same thing, kind of saying, "Oh, Auburn doesn't have much identity on offense; they're going to have a hard time beating Alabama." And then they just yeah. went out and did it.
1: They, yeah, so. That's just, but they were at home now. Of course, this, they're going to be on the road, and Auburn's.
2: Off the road, fans in the stands.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, look how they played against Georgia. I mean, there wasn't hardly. I mean, it was twenty percent capacity, and they still got whipped. Well, so, you got whipped um,
2: by Georgia last year too. So, well, we've
1: been whipped by Georgia. We've only beat them twice in the last ten years. So, yeah, so, I well, mean, we're talking a lot about Alabama
0: and Auburn. So let's go ahead and jump into those games. Let's start out with the Alabama Ole Miss game. Um, the final score looked a little better than what the uh the regular the rest of the game was 6348 Alabama but this was a, a doozy man this was a, a <laughs> weird game uh, and it feels like mac Jones passed more than 32 times but apparently the yeah, 28 for 32 417 yards uh two touchdowns through the air
2: I mean you he could... only had two touchdowns yeah, yeah had Najee Harris had five. Najee yeah. had
0: five. Brian Robinson had one. <laughs> so that was Devontae Smith even had a rushing we touchdown. We had six
2: rushing touchdowns.
0: We had seven. Seven, I touchdowns. think. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. who
2: was the se- who was the seven?
0: Devontae Smith.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, on that reverse. Uh, yeah.
2: Oh, I thought that was. T- did he not pitch the ball? Nah. I mean, it was technically a pass, like a shuffle pass. Like yeah. He handed it behind. I
1: don't remember.
0: So, uh, yeah, and, and then of course, uh, Corral for Ole Miss was 21 for 28, 365 yards, two touchdowns, and they also had four rushing touchdowns. Both these quarterbacks well, were just lights out this yeah, game, um, even if the defenses were absolute garbage. These guys came to play.
1: Yeah, um, I saw uh, Ole Miss, you know, I think it was, you know, 75 teams are playing right now. And coming into the game, Ole Miss was ranked 75th in defense. So I'm, you know, happy to see Alabama was able to slice through them like butter. I mean, that's no shocker. But I (laughs) definitely couldn't have seen that coming uh, from Ole Miss. But, I mean, I guess you never know with things going on this season.
0: Before we get into how bad the defense looked, I do want to touch on how good the rushing game looked. Um, Najee Harris had 23 carries, 206 yards, five touchdowns, like we said. And then Robinson, Brian Robinson Jr. coming in there, 10 carries, 76 yards, a touchdown himself. He looked almost just as sharp as Najee did, and that was that impressed me a lot. Um, but all of that is kind of outweighed greatly for me by how bad the defense looked. I don't know if that's the same for y'all. Uh,
2: I'm, I'm sorry. The only thing I heard you say was somebody looks sharp, and i tell you what. Breeze does not look sharp it's on a completely <laughs> different level. I'm trying to watch the game and hear what you're saying at the same time. It's not <laughs> going well. But anyways, uh, yeah, our defense sucked and Najee's really good and Brian looked uh, decent.
0: Does anyone have in front of them the amount of missed tackles? I'll, I'll try to look it up.
2: Uh, oh, it's going to be a lot. Man. Yeah. Oh, baby, go.
1: Let's see. Because uh, it felt like 40. Uh, well, it probably was. Well, and, you know, I'm glad Alabama was able to run like that because, I mean, half the time it looked like Ole Miss didn't have anybody on the field. So Yeah. And, I mean, you Ole Miss know, defense. I don't want to take anything away.
0: I don't want to take the anything point. away from how great of a game Lane Kiffin called. I mean, he was, he was calling everything right. There was nothing he could have done yeah. better. Um. But with that being said, we were getting – Alabama was getting to the backfield. They just could not tackle or wrap up or just chose not to. I don't I'm not sure. Well, the yeah, probably the everybody
2: cra- was like on Twitter and everything else saying Fire P Golden, P Golden sucks. Do you guys blame him? I'm not uh, fully. Even well, I blame Saban him pretty himself, good bit. Even came out and said I don't think it was the calls. I think it was the execution and I, the only thing I blame him for is just not being better at getting the calls to the field faster. To yeah. keep up with a pace. But other than well, that, the call is not that
0: bad. My biggest problem with how he's ran this defense is that our Alabama has looked so confused. Oh like, yeah. Like on the like and you guys saw it. They were of course they were fatigued, they were tired. But even more so than that, they just looked like they didn't know where to line up. Like you don't yeah, want to just weren't. put them in base well, saw, if nothing else. We weren't there was even I mean, they weren't even get on the we talked
2: about was uh, that they try and disguise their coverages. And yeah. with the pace of which they were playing, they couldn't disguise them very well, because they were trying to yeah. keep up. So they, yeah, that was part of the, part of the reason. Six hundred
0: and forty-seven total yards given up to mm. the rebels. Um, I can't seem to find the number of missed tackles, but it was it was a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, I well, I tell you what, I knew it was going to be pretty bad once I saw. I think it was like a third and 27 and old miss ran the ball and they got 22 yards on it i was like oh my gosh how in the world were they i mean it was such a huge hole that they created on that play now of course i knew they were playing you know thinking they were going to throw it but still to give up all of that and then they converted the fourth down um so yeah like like you said a lot of time i saw half of them turn into each other kind of asking you know they don't know what the uh, the formation is they didn't know what was going on so i i mean i haven't been impressed with the dc so far I, of course i know you got to give them some slack everything going on this year but sure. oof, that was that was pretty rough to watch especially i mean of course what you expect from an alabama defense and everybody's back and healthy um so i don't know we'll just have to see what happens this coming week against georgia and see if it's any improvement
0: so what do you uh what do you guys kind of anticipate happening this week with Georgia? Do you think uh do you like how Ole Miss matches up with Alabama more so than how Georgia does? In some ways I do. Overall I think Georgia matches up better than Ole Miss does.
1: Um uh, well I just think with how Georgia can run the ball and their O line is way better I think than Ole Miss's. So I think they're just gonna try to pound it throughout the whole game because. You can't. I mean, Corral's much more talent, talented than Stenson Bennett, whatever his name is. Stenson Bennett. Yeah. So they could do more with him, and you know they were spreading out. They had some good athletes, but I think Georgia. If I was them, I would just try to pound the ball the whole game, run some play action, try to get a big play here and there. Because I mean, from what I saw from the line, majority of the game they were whipped. Um. So, that that's what I would do if I was Georgia.
2: Hmm. <sighs> Yep, they're gonna play keep away. Yeah. yeah, they're gonna run the ball down our throats, and when it doesn't work, they're going to uh, hopefully make uh, really stupid calls, and uh, <laughs> oh that's a good chance going to uh, capitalize on. Hopefully, yeah. But rather than that, yeah, they're just gonna run it down our throats, and if they, uh, we somehow get a stop at some point, then they're just gonna bank on the on their defense, and they're going to run the clock.
0: Well, speaking of uh, maybe not a uh, not great calls, let's switch gears to the Auburn game here. Uh, so <laughs> this is a uh, so supposedly Malzon has not called a single offensive play thus far, given it all. To supposedly, Chad <laughs> what do you guys uh, kind of grade Chad Morris so far as a play caller?
1: Well, I will tell you what, the first game I liked. You know, it's so weird. In you know, the first game, I liked how he was spreading out. It looked like a nice drop back. We had routes going over the middle. We had guys We had guys open. We were throwing it to Seth Williams. We are spreading the ball out. I was like, okay, I could get used to this. And then the Georgia game happens, and we're running all these silly, it looked like a Gus on offense, running these little screen plays, these little bubble, throw it to the wide receiver real quick, and especially spreading them out on third and one, and having Bo Nix in the backfield by himself and throwing the ball. That was against Georgia. And then Arkansas ran the ball really well. But some of these play calls, and it's the same calls. over. Even Bo Nix, I think it was towards the end of the game, he was over there screaming at Morris, they know what we're calling. They know what's coming. Well, of course they did. (laughs) Because it's it's the same screen crap. It's so predictable, even with Morris in there. So, I mean... I don't really know what at, this. It's the same thing every year. We they always hype up. You know the offense going to be different, and I, now of course but Auburn never, always starts slow. It but, never
0: is though because I think the things that need to change don't get
1: changed with that
0: offense. No, they don't. Like the person calling the shots changes every year, but it's yeah. the same shots being called. <laughs> so it's like yeah, it doesn't make well, any what's, sense. Why does it matter who's calling some well, of these these plays and formations? If maybe it doesn't fit your personnel super well.
1: Well, see, that's why Nick Saban's a great coach because you know he's never been he's never had a team that the offense is just going to blow you out of the water before until Tua got there. But he had a good OC, and you know he's always been a coach where let the OC run it, let him do his thing, and that's what you've you know seen from Alabama and they've had great offenses, you know, these past three or four years. Um, So, but Auburn, it's Gus, he always tries to change, like his personnel, it might be different from um, his kind of scheme, but he still tries to fit them into his scheme instead of kind of changing his scheme to fit the players. Yeah. And so you're never going to be successful if you're trying to mold these players into your own when that's not how they play. So, I mean, that's why we see the same crap every year. Um, so, you know, I was kind of hoping we would lose, so maybe he'd really get on the hot seat there. Because if you lose to Arkansas at home, that's embarrassing. Oh, yeah, um, especially, We should you know. have. We yeah. should have lost. Um, yeah. yeah. Because – and I'm not surprised with how the defense has played so far with who they've lost. And K.J. Britt is out for the year now, too. Um. So, but – I wasn't really expecting this against Arkansas on the defense side. I was hoping, you know, with it being a rainy day, wouldn't be much offense. But, I mean, they threw for over 300 yards against us. The DBs look clueless. Oh, Felipe
0: Franks had a day. I mean, 22 yeah, for 30, he flew, he threw all yards, over us. four touchdowns. Heisman!
1: <laughs> yeah, give it to him. <laughs> yeah, just give it to um, him already. That's what I've said so since day one. Was, it, you know, that was frustrating to watch. It's The defense, the D-line is atrocious. I mean, these guys... Don't get any push off the ball. New, I mean, really the only guy that's – I mean, Wooden's not too bad. But that's really it. I mean, in the DBs, in the first game, I was like, okay, you know, this, I think we can get a lot from them. But ever since that game, they've been beat off the ball. They don't know what they're doing. All they do is talk. But they're getting – I mean – you let Felipe Franks throw all over you, that's not a good sign. It's yeah. going to be a long year. Because, well, and because, like I said, they're not getting any pressure. I, I mean, they had a couple of sacks, but they haven't gotten any pressure this year. So I'm – this South Carolina game this weekend, I'm pretty worried about. And I don't, wouldn't be surprised if they came up with a loss, especially going on the road.
0: Auburn uh, Auburn came up with three sacks, you were saying, uh... Yeah, but um, but yeah, the pressure wasn't consistently there. It didn't
1: really feel like, at least for no. me.
0: Um,
1: I mean, against even against against Georgia, they didn't have a single sack. He was sitting back that whole game. Well, we could have gave him to... a little, a little couch to sit on. He would have been sitting there forever. Is he still complaining
2: about Auburn? <laughs> oh yeah, well, I can <laughs> I can keep on going. Fooling. I was watching the game. Sorry. <laughs> Let's talk about could... the
0: big talking point of this game, which has been taught to death, and I don't have anything new to say about it that anyone else does, but let's let us let's mention it really quickly. The the spike ball fumble mm. fiasco. Um, like you said, they should have lost that game. Does that kinda factor into what you're saying but about that because Well
1: know. once again, I mean still the Auburn sloppiness. probably
0: would have recovered that, but time would have went off the clock.
1: Well, yeah, what well, they—I mean—the officials screwed it up because they blew it dead, um, right. and so of course that's when they came out with the statement. They said they made the right decision since they have blown it dead, but they made the wrong call because he obviously threw it backwards, yeah. spiking it, and, and it's it so already been
0: fumbled. You can't, you can't, you can't do that yet. It's gra- ball. So it was a it's really grounded. double fumble.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I was like, of course, you know, Bo Nix will do something stupid like this. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why he didn't just go down. I guess he just didn't realize that. He might not have even known that was a rule, for all we know. Um, so. And yeah, like, they definitely missed. He
0: is still young, but this is some stuff. We're getting to the point that's like, it's becoming less excusable. Ooh. I'm not saying it's well, unexcusable yet, but yeah. it's becoming a little annoying. I think if anything, it's well, just kind of like you didn't know. You didn't know that, really. You didn't know. You didn't do yeah. that. You know, and it's. It's it's a lot of the time it's nitpicky stuff, but then every once in a while, so well. I mean, just think if that would have been called correctly, if that mm. would have been a fumble, how you know the Auburn might so, yeah, have and, lost that game, and then you've got these people. I mean, that would have you know yeah. caused a lot of noise.
1: Well, with him, you know, I think it's you know he's handcuffed with the play calling. He's kind of he's trying his best with what he's got, but then with some of the calls that he, but some of the throws he makes, and then. He is so quick to get out of the pocket, and it's always to the right. I don't know if y'all have noticed that. Oh yeah. Anytime time he feels, and it, I don't think I think he's still got time in the pocket, but he to him, no, he won't. To what he's saying, and, yeah. No, he thinks he's flustered, so he's just going right out to the right every single time, and so that gets frustrating to watch, because I mean, you'll I guess you know a lot of young guys they're gonna go to the side. I mean, of course they're gonna run right out to the right, but he's not sitting in the pocket. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know it's a new O-line and everything, but, I mean, he's got time on a lot of these plays to step up and make a throw. Now, of course, you know, some of these play calls, nobody's going to be open because everybody's still running down the field. I still don't understand why that's what happened from the Kentucky game because they were running some good routes over the middle, some nice post routes, and now it's just uh, – <laughs> It, every, I, it's just about every third down call, if it's about third and five, they're running, they'll have the back uh, right out to the left of Nick's and they're running the little swinging screen, where the running back kind of runs a little swing out there, and then the linemen are running out on a screen play. Every, I don't know how many times we ran that on third down. I, that's And that's when he said they know it we're You're calling, we
2: <laughs> Hey, will you let me get my talking points in? I would rather talk about why is Larry Fitzgerald all of a sudden on, on so many commercials? Like, I don't think I've ever seen a commercial with Larry Fitzgerald in it until this year. He's and a, then he's now a, he's in, he's like, a, seven back-to-back. <laughs> is he not, is he <laughs> not playing on, Is this his contract feel like he's not planning on returning or what?
0: I feel like he's one of those guys that's probably been asked to do it for years and is always just like, no, yeah. no, no. And then just one day he's just like, yeah, I'll do
2: them all. I feel like he might just be one of those guys. I mean, I guess he thinks DeAndre Hopkins is about to run him out of town or something. Yeah, maybe so. That might be it. He's like, well, I, I got to do whatever I can. <laughs> I've to shoot a commercial for. I'm not gonna get or another contract.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's look ahead to next week and let's uh, let's make some predictions on some of these games. So uh, Auburn, talking about Auburn, we'll start off them. Auburn, South Carolina. I'm um, gonna mm. say Auburn wins it. I mean, that's the safe that there
1: yeah well i guess i mean auburn i think's a three-point favorite um, going into it but i mean i guess they'll win um it'll be low scoring yeah uh, i think they'll win 21-17 aaron you taking auburn
0: or huh? south carolina
2: so i guess auburn
0: uh, okay what about kentucky tennessee i'm gonna take uh the fighting pruitts there in tennessee for this one
2: Where's it at?
1: Yeah, where's it at? It's at Tennessee.
2: Tennessee.
1: Uh, Oh, I think this is a tough one. Um, I think I'm going to say Kentucky. Okay, cool.
2: Hmm.
0: Wow. Um, LSU at Florida. Um, Florida. Uh, Florida. (laughs) That's
1: pretty obvious, yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: Ole Miss at Arkansas. Uh, Ole Miss.
1: Oh, I don't you know, old Miss might have like a downer after having such a big game and then going on the road.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was I was watching the T V and uh Drew Brees went to go get a water bottle from this guy and he was turned behind him. And he just kept walking, and Drew Reese is just trying to chase this guy after a water bottle, and he has no idea. <laughs> please, he literally just please. says, screw it, turns around, and this guy puts a water bottle right in his chest. So there's literally <laughs> three of them all running one direction trying to get water bottle.
0: That's pretty funny. Anyways, what were you so, uh,
2: uh, I, miss, wouldn't,
1: I wouldn't miss Arkansas. I wouldn't sleep on Arkansas.
2: Um, I kind of want to say Arkansas just because I hate Lane Kiffin. But I also <laughs> just think Felipe Franks is the worst player ever. Uh, so, I really don't. Like, I, I don't know. I guess well, I heck, guess. against
1: against Ole Miss defense, it. though, he might tear them apart.
2: Yeah. I, uh, I'm going to
1: say Ole Miss.
2: I'm going to say Ole Miss. All
0: right, Texas A&M, Mississippi State.
2: I mean, uh,
0: Texas A&M. I, I'd have to go with Texas I would A&M. say A&M, yeah. 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 Me too
2: they went from score uh mississippi state went from scoring a lot of points to uh no points so
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh vandy and missouri at missouri i'll take mizzou
1: yeah missouri yeah
0: and then the big one of the weekend georgia at alabama Uh,
2: i'm sure hoping alabama
0: i'm gonna take (laughs) alabama but i i don't know we'll see what do you think justin
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean,
1: it's a a toss-up just because of what's happened to Alabama's defense. And, you know, Georgia's been somewhat solid for, you know, the majority of the games this year. Um, You know, of course, it's tough being on the road at Alabama. But I think with the circumstances this year, I think Georgia will win 27-21. All right.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Georgia pulls it off, but – just based on this past week. But hopefully the fact that Tennessee did hurt Georgia in the first half a lot, and we have them back-to-back, even though that's tough. Well, Georgia's, and, uh, I
0: mean, they've, they've got to be banged up. You had Auburn, then Tennessee, now you have Alabama. I mean, that's a that's a gauntlet.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully hopefully we can learn a lot. Like I, I, like I texted Nick after the game, or I might have texted both of you, I don't know. Uh, I said, Nick Saban's not going to sleep until Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That man's going to watch this week. So, hopefully we can learn a a lot through the film of both of them uh, playing this week and kind of learn what hurt Georgia and how Tennessee did it and vice versa. Uh, So, we'll be prepared for the next two weeks, and hopefully we won't get banged up too much. I think the main thing is obviously defense, but just not giving them anything extra like turnovers, et cetera, like what Tennessee did. So
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think um uh Saturday would be Sabin's first loss against a former assistant coach.
0: Yeah, which um I feel like he does care about those stats more than he lets on. <laughs> well, uh, yeah.
1: So, Especially uh, yeah of course gets going against Kirby, I know it he probably really cares about it then.
2: I think he doesn't care about that that much especially after facing him so much with with kirby i I guess every year but this year i could be wrong i don't know having better recruiting classes and so on and so forth yeah i think the bigger deal is is now he's facing two on one on one side with oh gone
0: yeah yeah i think so too well, let's jump into uh, just a quick, I know we said we'd do a longer Miss Managers. I don't, we don't have time. We're the tiredest boys in the world. So let's jump into a, uh, a regular Miss Managers.
2: Um, did you grab anything when you walked out the door? I nothing but two Tortino's pizza out of the refrigerator and my doggy, and we left. I just kept hearing it. I'm ducking and everything. In the house, I'm I got scared. I dropped my hot pocket. Here's like an actual customer out here. Uh, what's uh, what's the best kind of firework to buy? Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy?
1: And now it's time for mismanagers.
0: All right, uh, we're gonna start out with uh, with a article from DailyMail.com. Bodybuilder who battled depression and tried to kill himself after his wife left him reveals how adopting 50 tiny dogs helped him to finally turn his life around.
2: What? That is a
0: mouthful of a headline. Yeah, really. 50 tiny dogs.
2: By himself?
0: Yeah, just him. Yeah, just mm. Because his
2: wife left him, you said?
0: Yeah. Mm. And he said, well, then I'm just going to live with all these dogs. He's doing it. And I say <laughs> good on him. Uh, I guess. Yeah.
2: You know how, how how frustrating it is trying to do with this one dog just now <laughs> recording this. And they're all so and little. Said little dogs. Which they're
0: are... all like Chihuahua size. A lot of them oh, are Chihuahuas. Gosh, that's
2: awful. Yeah, yeah
0: that sounds awful. And it looks happy, so good on them.
1: Especially honestly. if uh, you say it's Chihuahuas.
0: Uh, not all of them, but I'll, like uh-huh. yeah, there's a there's a few Chihuahuas in there. Yeah. I think
1: that would be a pain because of how territorial Chihuahuas are.
0: Oh yeah. I cannot stand Chihuahuas. I think they're the no. worst. Can you imagine thing a ever. Vet
2: bill? No. Every month. Just like no, between cannot. like some, one got stuck, something in his paw, one's not eating. Mm. Uh this one was not fixed and I didn't realize it cuz I got confused yeah. the other 27. <laughs>
0: and his house uh, just looks like a pretty standard normal house. So I mean, uh, yeah, I guess maybe. I guess all his money's going to that pretty wild. He's uh he's quite ripped. Quite quite shredded. Uh, he's a just a hulking man, but. Well, I wonder friends. why his
1: wife left him then.
0: Uh, next one comes from. Uh, actually let's go to. FoxNews.com. Uh, Massachusetts man dies after overdosing on black licorice. Mm. You guys Excuse like black licorice?
1: Me? That's all. I hate from
2: black licorice?
0: He ate. Too, he ate too much. It killed him. Yeah.
2: I'd, I'd like to know, wow, how much did he part eat? Did, what part killed him? So Wait. the candy
0: contains, I, I'm going to butcher this, glyceric acid, which caused the man's potassium levels to plummet. Jeez. Uh, dangerously low levels of potassium can lead to abnormal heart rhythms, high blood pressure, and in some cases, congestive heart failure. Mm. I like licorice. How I think black licorice eat? is fine. Yeah,
1: I want to know, how much. how much did he eat?
0: um he's 54 years old okay i'm, I'm scanning here
2: so he ate fifty-four thousand 000 pounds <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, apparently if you're 40 years of age or older eating two ounces of black lic- licorice a day for at least two weeks could land you in the hospital that's not a lot that is that's not, not what lot. he ate that's um
2: dangerous he like he said he collapsed. You he have was like written labels on or something. They he collapsed,
0: labels. was revived, and then died. Quote: died comfortably with his family at his side. Thirty-two hours after presentation, doesn't it say how much he ate. Mm. Um, it's implied that it's a, it's, a, it's a lot.
1: Imagine you know you're a family member and you're yeah, explaining sort of just just you explaining how you lost. Okay, it's, you apparently lost. it's a,
0: it's been a, a wild thing. He's been eating a bag of, or bag or more day for a while. Well, there That's you like go.
1: A, yeah. Geez, yeah. a bag a day? Yeah. Golly. That's a lot of licorice. I
2: honestly don't know that I've ever just had black licorice, though. So I, I, That stuff is disgusting. I don't know like how the he's eating of a bag a day. I yeah. Feel, yeah, I feel like it's one of those things that every time I hear about it, it's very um, polarizing.
0: And the last article of the day the air, so. um, comes from Metro.com wife crashes her own funeral horrifying her husband who had who had paid to have her killed oh wow
2: (laughs) sounds like a bad movie plot
0: yeah so a husband got the shock of a lifetime when the wife he paid to get killed showed up to her own funeral uh wife wife of 10 years that's a long time to live together Uh, The Hitman informed her that she had been killed when she had actually been released with a memory card of recorded conversations between him and the gang of Hitman. She was spotted leaving. She stepped out of her car and saw him put his hands on his head in horror. He said, is it my eyes? Is it a ghost? She replied, surprise, I'm still alive. Uh, oh my pretty, God. Pretty the,
2: like i said a bad movie plot that's the Surprise. worst line
0: i'm still alive and he is like oh righteous uh anyways that's all i got for miss managers <laughs> would you like to quickly go over the uh the sec pool so far Sure. So this week I earned five points. I got a point for South Carolina, two points for A and M since they were an underdog, and then a point for Alabama and Auburn each. Um, Aaron, you I find your name. You got uh, three points this week. Mm. Uh, you formerly were close to the lead, uh, not so much anymore. You got a point for South Carolina, Auburn, and Alabama, and then Justin, you got seven points this week. You were the weekly winner out of us three. You got South nice. Carolina, Kentucky, Georgia, two for A and M, and then Auburn and Alabama. You only missed <coughs> Wait, the LSU game. Did you game. say
2: that I got points for?
0: You got points for South Carolina, Auburn, and Alabama.
2: One point okay. each
0: because they were favorites.
2: Yeah, because I picked Tennessee, I picked Florida. Those are both upsets, or no, not upsets, but whatever. Those are yeah, both you picked wrong. Florida, Tennessee,
0: Mississippi State, and LSU. Yeah. That's right. yeah. and so the uh, the total standings right now I have 16 points as well as Justin as well as Aaron so we're all hey. right there at 16 points uh, so congratulations everyone we did it
2: uh, Kentucky is one it. of those teams I really like uh, and I want to do good so every time I pick them it, they do the exact opposite so I got to <laughs> yeah. where I don't pick them anymore and now it Exact opposite. And then yeah. they come out and they shut them out. The yep. same way Kentucky treats me in college football, Miami Dolphins treat me in like fantasy football. Anytime yeah. anyone's playing the Miami Dolphins, usually every other person's like start them. The Miami Dolphins suck right now. Nope, not me. I will. I refuse to play anybody that is playing the Miami Dolphins because they always screw me.
0: Uh, Justin, you want to bring us home? I'm about tired. Yeah.
1: Yeah, me too. Uh, Thanks, you for listening. Uh, hope you're all doing great out there. Uh, you can check us out on the TGM pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Check out our website, gamemanagers.com. Easily access podcasts. Check out some articles written. Um, and then, you know, maybe at some point we'll video ourselves playing NCAA football on that uh, little online dynasty we have Eventually going. Eventually we'll that hasn't get back been, to
0: it, I promise. Hasn't also, been touched. and re- really, in a- really quickly, we've got, like, 12 yeses, a few no's I don't know what the questions were but this week's question is going to be what was last week's question, yes or no so just respond <laughs> uh, to that no context <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, so y'all, email us you know, we love it when you email us it makes us feel good yeah. um, but that's all I really have to say check out our merch, You know, great stuff, you know what it is now I don't even know why I repeat myself I say it every week, so it's good Just get, just get it, okay um, but that's all I gotta say. Y'all have any final words?
0: Uh, thanks everybody for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week.
1: All right, we're going to west.